This is the F3 Knoxville podcast, streaming live every week from Knoxville, Tennessee, where we'll take a look into the lives of our high-impact men that make up F3 Knoxville. We'll cover news and updates from our AOs and region, talk about leadership, and much more. Welcome in Iron Sharpens Iron. All right, everybody. I am here with the man, the myth, the legend, the founder of F3 Knoxville, Captain Crunch. How are you, Captain? Man, uh, not too bad, Steve. Not too bad. Glad to be able to be here and pumped for this, man. Thanks for doing this, capturing um, the heart of F3 Knoxville like this so guys can stay connected. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's an honor to have you here. I know uh, I wanted to have you on first just to hear your thoughts, uh, being, being the person that brought F3 to Knoxville. Uh, almost five years ago, and and I I know we have a lot of awesome stuff to go into today. Uh, specifically, I think about you know really the F three Knoxville story and what that what comes to mind for you with that, and and then also you know the the Captain Crunch story about what that's done uh, for you in the in the past five years and, and kind of where you see F three Knoxville going and and you know just when you look back how far we've come in the past past five years. So um, so once again, thanks for taking time out of your day to do this and. Um, and why don't you tell us a little bit about the F3 Knoxville story? How'd, how'd this come to fruition? Okay, man, you got it. And, and you know, you just mentioned something, and I just want to just kind of start there with regard to just, you know, how much F3 Knoxville um, has impacted me personally. Um, and that, because my story is, is, is a little bit intertwined with the story of F3 Knoxville just because, um, you know, I, I heard about F3. It was out almost exactly five, exactly five years ago when we started. We planted, you know, and... In November, but there's a six-week process up to the plant. Um, so I had gotten the email from Chaser out of North Carolina uh, that we were going to that they were we were going to finally get an opportunity to to have a region or to start Effie not here in Knoxville. And um, the, but the journey actually goes back a whole year and a half. Um, I can't remember how I saw it, or I think maybe it was a friend of mine that just said something to me um, about F3 uh, in general, and I, I had heard about it. Um, went online, looked at it, and I just love the idea. I love the idea of number one, just men getting together and getting better. Um, at the time, I was kind of going through this this time in my life where I was I was really trying to to improve myself physically. Um, I could see where I was getting older and wasn't where I, where I used to be, wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, and so I was doing things at home, you know, doing things in the neighborhood. Um, I'm not really a gym guy. I don't really, I mean, nothing against it. I just, for me, it just wasn't something that really fit my schedule with small kids. And, um, and, and honestly, the cost was just something that was a little bit prohibitive for us. And so, um, so I was just doing stuff around the neighborhood, you know, running, got into rucking and doing those kind of things. Um, and it was, it was good, but it wasn't, um, but there was still something missing. Right. And so I heard about F3 and I saw the idea of just this, for me, the word that came to mind was a tribe, you know, a group of people from this diverse kind of background where they came together and there was something that brought them together that was bigger than them that they could give themselves to that, um, and that made them better and they could push each other to be better. Yeah. So, um, I reached out to, I reached out to F3 and based in Charlotte, you know, I reached out to them, um, said, Hey man, I don't know how or what, but I would love to do this here in Knoxville. I think it would be awesome. Um, they're like, man, that sounds great. Just go for it. I'm like, go for it. I go for what? How do you even get started? (laughs) Um, and so, um, that kind of began this process where about every, every four to six months, I would just t- just send an email and say, Hey, mm-hmm. there are still men in Knoxville that, um, that, that need F3. 
And so when you're ready to keep moving west, you let me know. Um, and then, man, I got, I got the email from Chaser. And I was like, yes, finally. Uh, and so we started the process of beginning to plant here in Knoxville. Um, and what that looked like, that looked like six weeks of prep with just phone calls, talking to guys from, from North Carolina about things that they had done and what they experienced. And, and I think for me what that did was that set a tone. It set a tone of men giving themselves to other men so that men would be better. I know that's mm -hmm. a lot of men, but I mean, yeah. but it was just this idea of not being a life taker, but a life giver. Um, and I just I had calls with these guys that didn't know me. I've still never met, but just spent time, right? Just investing. Um, and that investment kind of planted all these seeds here in Knoxville. And then, and then we launched in November um, and yeah. it was crazy. It was just, it was a crazy <laughs> experience because man, we just, I reached out to everybody I knew. I had everybody that I know reach out to everybody they knew. And um, man, that morning, we had no idea what to expect. It had rained the night before. So it was like, yeah. oh no, is anybody going to come out? It was cold. It was yeah. wet. Um, and we had a group of guys from North Carolina that came in. Um, and then I think we, if I'm not mistaken, it was like 15, 17 guys awesome. here. You know, um, and man, I pulled into to Lakeshore and just saw the cars coming in, and and it, I mean, it, and it began, you know, and it, it just it just started. And from that point forward, um, there's another another six week period after the launch where we have guys from other regions come in and lead the workouts on Saturday. And mm -hmm. the point of that it's it's to is to plant something in the DNA, right? Mm -hmm. F3 is peer led. Right, every workout's different. Every guy brings their own thing to what the workout is, mm -hmm. but there is like this 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 basic little structure. It's kind of like a just a trellis that we hang things on, and um, those things really matter because they, they bring us together and they they kind of create this cohesion and this consistency. And so um, we had guys from all all over east uh, from uh, from North Carolina and South Carolina come over and kind of plant those things in us. And so we met on Saturday mornings and then we started we started one workout you know uh, during the week and then we did a couple more workouts and then Lakeshore kind of became the asylum and, and yeah. that blew up and then we just started planting in different places and uh, man the rest is, is is what it is right now and so um, yeah. I think the consistent thing that for me um, just sticks out is just this idea of um, I, I have met so many incredible men that I would have never had an opportunity to meet um, that quite frankly, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I, I, I could have, I could have even maybe not met simply because of my preconceived ideas about what they did for a living or where they were from or whatever. I mean, like, you know, one of the things that's so amazing to me about meeting the gloom is, man, it's just me and you. Mm. And all I know about you is that you showed up this morning to give yourself for me to be better. And I'm mm. here for you to be better. And yeah. that instant connection like that creates a tribe. Mm. Um, and it makes the F3 that we wear on our chest more than just a simple logo. It, to me, it becomes something that I hope and pray, even after five years gets stronger, that it becomes something that calls us up to not just simply get better physically, but to be better men, physically, mm. spiritually, mentally, um, relationally, emotionally, all those things going into holistically making us better men. And it begins in the gloom, but it should never just end there, right? It should mm -hmm. begin the life investment on life on life that we have. And that's what makes F3 special. Yeah, absolutely. 
Man, thank you for sharing. That's a lot. No, that's good. No, that's good. That's That's good. That's a lot. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm glad. Thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible. I think you touched on an excellent point there of guys we may never have interaction with outside of F3. Yeah, you know, because guys, I mean, I think I think our natural um, kind kind the way that our world, I mean, our world is naturally more competitive versus cooperative. Right, so our world naturally puts each other against each other. So we're constantly kind of measuring how we, you know, how we line up or whatever with the guys around us. And what F three does, or what it's done for me, is it's just leveled that, and it's kind of it's kind of pushed away all that garbage, and just got back to the pure reality of what I mean. Part of what I believe the male soul needs is other male souls speaking into it. Um, and sometimes I think we make that overly profound and think it needs to be this big kind of thing that happens. But man, sometimes we just need to be around other men and we <laughs> yeah. just need to laugh and we need to, you know, we need to be pushed and we need to, um, to run a little faster, go a little harder. Um, and just remember that we do have, we have what it takes within us, but mm. sometimes we don't know that until we're, again, we're around other men that are going to quite frankly lovingly call it out of us um, and to me that's what's always been at the core of f3 I and mean, even if you look at our mission statement um we're not a workout group that's not what we are yeah. we're not a men's group that's not what we are we do those things mm-hmm. but the end goal is to invigorate male leaders male community leadership that's what actually we are is we are a leadership factory we're a leadership university where we're investing in men in something as simple as, as calling them to lead other men in a 45-minute long workout um, to be leaders in their communities, yeah. to be leaders in their homes. Um, because leadership is something that's, that's, that's caught as much as it is taught. And man, you know, you know, you can read all the best books you want, right? John Maxwell, yeah. stack them up to the ceiling. That's good. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. But we also need to get up and stand in front of a group of men that we don't know. We need to have something planned. We need to lead them, lead them well. We need to bring it to a close. I mean, we need the practice. With all the knowledge without practice never becomes wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, God, and, and I really believe, I'll, be, I'll play my cards here, I believe God is looking for, 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 for men that have character and that want to lead from a place of wisdom, not just knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, something that um, a mentor shared with me a long time ago that stuck with me in so many aspects of my life is it's just simply this, that we teach what we know, but we reproduce who we are. Mm. And if you let that sink in for just a second, it should scare the crap out of you. Because the reality is, is you can learn all this stuff and fake it, but the reality is, is we're reproducing who we are, not what we say we are. And that's why I think the challenge, the consistent challenge of, of growth in our lives is that it's, 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 it's gotta be something that consistently moves us out of where we are into where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I think that what I've seen in F3 Knoxville, when I continue to see in F3 Knoxville, and I love about the men of F3 <laughs> Knoxville is that they, they call me to be a better man. Mm-hmm. They just do. And they do it without saying anything sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's about laughing about how tired we are and how much we don't want to do another murky, right? <laughs> right? But it's like, yeah. but if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. And, yeah. and it's not this competitive thing. It's this cooperative thing because I recognize I get better as you get better and you get better as I get better. Mm-hmm. That's at the DNA level, I think, of F3 Knoxville. And, and I just yeah. think it's just going to get better as, as more men continue to embrace it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, and and I think it started with fifteen to sixteen guys that yep. maybe did not know who they who each other were and did not know how to lead F three. No, nope. but but you talk about this idea of getting up and leading in front of men that you don't know who they are in the group. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so when you started leading or, or queuing, I guess what was that process? For you? Oh, I mean, okay. everyone um, remembers their first queue, right? Yeah. Oh you man, know? everybody remembers how yeah. bad it was. I mean, okay, yeah, this is just yeah, breaking it down to be real. Like so, I can just I can remember I can remember watching the YouTube video of Dread. How to do a Caden's call, you know, and just and the army pants, yeah, and, and the army pants, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, doing his thing, and um, and I was like, man, that's cool, but that's not me, but that's cool, uh, and you, I think everyone has to find at least for me their way, but I think one of the things that stuck with me, and and, and honestly, I mean, I want to give credit to Chaser for really placing this inside me. There was just something really simple about look, make it yours, but but make sure there's a consistency, right? And I don't think I think. I mean, not a man, somebody a lot smarter than me could do, you know, that research into why, but there's something about being able to have a consistency with regard to the way we call out the cadence and, and the way that we start things and all that stuff that matters. And so, um, for me, honestly, I was just, I don't say it was, it wasn't a heavy burden, but I was cognizant of it, right? I was aware of it. Like, man, this is, this is important. And, um, so uh, I can remember like, I, I, I created the cue. And uh, and I, I sent it to Chaser to look at. It's like, man, dude, can you tell if this was this is good? It's like, yeah, man, it looks good. Just go for it, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and man, we we did. We did like four corners, and we did uh, lunges and bear crawls. And then um, afterwards, I was super anxious and nervous about what to share in the bomb and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And yeah. and then I realized real quickly that man, it's not about overthinking it. You don't have to be super profound. You just it's just just to be authentic, you know. Yeah. Um, and just say, hey, this is where I'm at. And this is something I'm learning or this is something that I'm inspired by or, you know, and, um, and then what I found was once you started doing it, there was a, there's a, there's a confidence that comes with it, you know, and you're like, okay, I can do this. And, um, it doesn't happen. And then, then you start getting creative and you start having fun and you see what doesn't work and you plan this thing that's like, okay, that totally sucked. That, that was not good. Not going to do that again. That took way too long or whatever. Maybe 50 man makers is not the way. Yeah. No, may, hey, you know, maybe not. I mean, yeah, on your own, that's fine. Um, but I think, you know, I just think, and, and, and it's funny because even, again, just from the very beginning, we always knew, you know, that that's really the hurdle for guys is getting getting guys to cue um, because there's a lot of different reasons that, that people maybe wrestle with it. But it, it is it is hard. You are putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've seen over my five years at, 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 um, at F3 is that there is never going to be a more, for lack of a better say, a safer place for you to practice leadership than in the gloom with your brothers in F3. Mm. They're not gonna judge you, yeah. they're gonna, they might laugh with you, um, <laughs> and they might pick, but like, there's just, it's, it, for me, it's been the most judgment-free experience I've ever had, especially as a man, and, um, and, and I think that's part of what I, I long for men to experience. It's not just to fill up a cue calendar. Mm. It is part of it, um, but, it, but, that, it but it's like, there's sometimes it's just like, you, you just have to understand when you put it into practice, when you actually do it, You'll be different afterwards. Mm, like, yeah. Um, and sometimes guys, it just it just takes a little yeah. push, and so we all gotta get pushed sometimes to be better. And that's yeah. and that to me is what what the queuing is all about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and like you said, when when you have completed your first queue and you you get used to queuing and you see guys step into their VQs, you know you realize, hey, I was there a couple months ago. I was there last week. Yeah. You know, and, and you want that so badly for yeah. them because you see the changes it's made in your life. Of, yeah. Hey, I can step up and lead. Uh, and it's not about what I say. It's not about how many reps we do, but it's about 
hey, I am called to lead as a man. And yeah. I want that for this man and this man and this man who comes and yeah. toes the line with me, per se. You know, in the gloom Absolutely. or in the fake gloom as well. And, and, and you've seen that for over, I mean, over 800 guys now, yeah. you know, you know five, five years later. And uh, we are at, at 12 or 13 AOs now and, 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 ex, and expanded. And, and so you think about where we started with 16 guys, this idea of, hey, we want some leadership. We, we want to, to bring this to Knoxville. Men need this. I, I'm, I remember you saying we have men that need death through Knoxville. So when you think of men that still need death through Knoxville, you know, five years later, what is that one thing in F3 that, that men just need? You know, it, whether it's the leadership and, mm-hmm. or maybe it's not as specific as, hey, they really need the bomb, you know, or they really need the reps. But, but when you think about why do men F, need F3 Knoxville? Oh, man. You know? Gosh, that's a great question. And um, so one of the things that we started right after we, 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 we launched was we were doing these weekly emails. Mm-hmm. And we still do because the idea was to stay connected. Um, and, and so, you know, being, being kind of being in the middle and the center and, and, and providing leadership just allowed me to have kind of this, this view, right. Of seeing what is, what is the answer? Well, what is that? What is going on? What, yeah. what do I think? Can I, can I somehow capture a little bit about what I see as is, 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 is really pulling to men? And, um, you know, I, and I've already said them and, and I'll say them again. Number one, I think, and I, and just so. I think, I think, as men, for us physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, um, that there are there like there's this, there's these consistent principles that growth is growth, whether it be growing physically or growing mentally or growing spiritually, all those things that there are, there are what I have observed in my five years at at, at F three um, there are, there are three things I've seen that I think. Um, and it's not. And I'm not saying this because I'm saying I observe that I think men like myself need, mm-hmm. um, and that's number one, a challenge. And I don't mean like um, you know, like getting all up and you know, super in somebody's face. I mean, I mean being challenged. Sometimes the challenge is just to simply get out of bed, you know, in the morning before yeah. your kids do, you know, or whatever. I mean, like that. Right. The, just the challenge of doing something that's hard. Why? Because it's hard. <laughs> Right, and because yeah. it reminds you that you can do hard things. Because no matter where you're at, if you're not in them, that's good. But if you are in them, hard times are coming. Right, mm-hmm. and so to know that I can be challenged and rise to that challenge, like that's experiential. That's mm-hmm. not intellectual. That's experiential. It has to be felt experientially. Yeah. So my personal opinion, I think men with inside Knoxville, men in general, we need to be challenged. Challenged to rise above the status quo. Inconsistently. Too. Absolutely, because yeah. a single challenge is not enough, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, it's 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 that consistency, and that's why it's like, um, uh, that's why we have multiple AOs. That's why mm-hmm. we have multiple workouts during the week, um, because we want to consistently build this, um, this 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 kind of pattern in our lives where we're rising to, um, we're rising to something higher than us, and and we're and we're we're developing our kind of our our skills internally, whether again be physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Um, that's causing us to be to be more than just getting by, and so it, it has to be challenged. It has to be consistent. And in my personal experience, and this is very personal for me, mm-hmm. it, it requires camaraderie. Mm-hmm. It requires because, um, again, being honest, for me, me left up to myself and by myself and alone, it's a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous for me, and it's dangerous for my loved ones. 
when I'm in the present, I mean, the concept of iron sharpen, sharpens iron, um, that's not just a t-shirt slogan. That is a principle I believe God wove into his creation, that iron sharpens iron, which means if I'm, if I'm going to be iron, I'm going to need to be around other iron that mm. sharpens me. Yeah. So, um, because the reality is the battle will dull me, <laughs> right? Yeah. I need other men that are going to sharpen me to remind me to rise above my base desires, instincts, and, and impulses, um, mm. and to be something more. So to challenge myself consistently in the, in, in the, in the context of other men, that is what I believe F3 brings to Knoxville. And that's what that's the cauldron, if you will, right, that, that, that creates this opportunity for men to rise up and be leaders. Mm. Um, because then when the challenge comes, they know, number one, I've done this before. I've, I've been here, done this. I know what to do. It's just put my head down and do it. Mm. Um, and I also have a whole tribe of men that if I need to, I can call. And they're there with me in a second, um, but you know you don't you don't get that laying in bed, right? You don't get yeah. that in your house by yourself. It's going to require something. If it's going to require you getting up, putting your clothes on, and heading out to you know to wherever your AO is, and it's, and it, you can't just do it once a month, right? You got to do it yeah. consistently because the guys need to know you and trust builds. And so um, I think there's something really profound about all that coming together and, and who and what F three Knoxville is. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. And, and you think about this idea of, of not just taking, but you're giving yes. at the same time. I mean, and, and not just in that role of cue, but when you show up, you're also giving your time, mm-hmm. you know, your, your physicality mm-hmm. as well. And I think it's intentional that it starts at 530 in the morning. So yeah. before anything comes to your desk, comes to your phone, before emails start clocking in and, you know, you're already sharpening the iron before the sun comes up in, yep. in most days. And I think that's intentional of mm-hmm. let's get up and do something hard before okay. we start our day. Go back to our wife, our kids, our families. And get back in the fray. You know, yeah. I've had multiple guys, I mean, over five years, and I've felt it multiple times. Um, you know, hey, man, we all hit the snooze, right? We all <laughs> we all get in those places where I'm just too tired or whatever. Fart and, sack. Man. Oh, man, dude, I'm telling <laughs> you. And I can say, I mean, over the last five years... Um, Consistently, and I feel like I can really say this with a sense of, 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 of confidence, and um, is it, and, and that's it. I have never regretted showing up. Mm-hmm. I have always regretted not showing up. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, no matter how tired I was or what, by noon you're like, man, I could have got up. That's <laughs> just that's just weak, you know. Yeah. And, um, but as tired as I've been, and I just sitting there, in the, you know, sitting there in the car, just going, oh, okay, you know. And then that first car pulls in next to you. Yeah. And you're like, all right, yeah. my brother's here. Let's go to work. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. And there's and there's that concept of of you know iron does sharpen iron. Like we've said this in cues before. I'm not going to get out there at five thirty and do this by myself. No, like there is no way. No, now, I'm going to get up, wake up by myself, and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you think of how we've expanded over five years with so many AOs. You get guys from across the city of Knoxville doing this, and and I know you touched on earlier guys that you would maybe never have talked to, or and it's not a bad thing. It's just you know, no. just you may have never come into contact with them. And you think about how many AOs we have now across East Knoxville, West Knoxville, South Knoxville, um, expanding into different regions now as well. Uh, what have you seen in guys you've met that, that you have, mm-hmm. have, have maybe never would have come into contact with? Man, that's a really good question. I think I think the thing I've seen the most, honestly, is the commonality of the struggle. Mm-hmm. I think what I, and, and I'll, I'll just speak for me because I can't, I, I can't speak broadly, but I think what I, one of the things I always wrestled with 
was that the struggle was that I was um, that I was the only one struggling with things I was struggling with with regard to do I have what it takes? Can I make it? Um, do I you know um, it, all, all the questions that, that kind of plague um, I think the the masculine soul mm-hmm. um, and what I what I have seen is is the commonality of the struggle um, across I mean just across the men that I've met through F3 Knoxville. I mean, um, whether they be doctors or, or, or looking for a job, whether they be yeah. in college or whether they've, you know, just, I mean, just name it. The full gambit spectrum is that there is inherently with inside of life a struggle. Like mm-hmm. life at its core, this side of glory is just a struggle. It just is. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, one of, the, one of the things we laugh about is like, but you just got to embrace the suck. I mean, like, mm. if it's cold, awesome. If it's raining, mm. awesome. Um, if it's cold and raining, even double awesome. <laughs> Let's just go. Right. Yeah. But I, I, for me, I mean, there's a, there's a switch that flips. When mm. you stop pushing against the suck, you just embrace it. Mm. And when you embrace it, something shifts, I think, inside of, inside of a man. And what I've seen is I've seen men come out and and bring that struggle and overcome it in a forty five minute workout and 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 again and and begin to rise up into who they are in their homes and their neighborhoods and in yeah. this city, um, and that has been something that has just I have received so much more from F three than I could have ever given, and that's mm-hmm. not being cliche or cheesy. I mean, it's just yeah. the simple fact. I just mm-hmm. have. Um, I think that's what continues to make me so passionate about men coming. It's like. I'm telling you, you are going to get so much more from this than you ever thought you would, you know, you ever thought you would, or that yeah. it's in some way form that you would be giving just because you got to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I, I think that struggle and the, and the, the heart to overcome it has been the most consistent thing I've seen in F3 that continues to inspire me. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, it, it, and it's consistent around the region as well. Mm-hmm. I think Knoxville does that very, very well. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we've learned to, to do that well. And, mm-hmm. and, and you, you mentioned something about, you know, you have college kids that come out, you have guys that are married that come out. You know, I, I came out when I was a junior in college, you know, and, and thinking, man, I wish I had this when I was 16, oh, you know. And, and so I'm out there with guys that are married, that have kids. And, and so you see this spectrum of, of even guys in high school now and in and middle school that come out and like, man, this is awesome. And, and you see that spectrum of guys like myself who are in college or younger and guys that are married, have kids. And it's, it's so broad and you get so much experience. So, so uh, I'll share a little bit about maybe my experience coming into it from college. And I'd love to hear maybe as a father what you bring to F3, you know, because uh, it's, it's going to be two different experiences. Yep. But all that fades away when you're in the gloom. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so, yes. you know, so, so in college, I uh, was still trying to find myself like many men were, right? And found F3 and was like, how have I not known about this for, you know, for the past, you know, past couple of years? And and it, it did something for me because I saw men that were in leadership positions that were stepping up mm-hmm. and living out this idea of being a high impact man, mm-hmm. you know, and whether, whether I, I saw that in my life before or not, uh, that that was washed away because I had that right in front of me, you know, coming to F3 and consistently seeing men of impact uh, that, that didn't just stop outside the circle of trust, you know, that carried over throughout the rest of the mm-hmm. week as well. Uh, and so as, as a younger man, that's been so formational in, in my life as well. So as a married man who has kids as well, you know, as a father, um, what does that speak to? Or I guess, how does F3 and, and being a father just have a unique relationship that, that I think we can both agree has, has really influenced your life man, in I, great ways? It, it, the funny is, I would say the exact same thing. Because um, I think, you know, part of what, I mean, every every stage of life has 
fresh, like, uh, has fresh challenges to it, has mm. fresh questions to answer. Um, and I think, you know, um, there is, there is the reality of that, you know, the effort, the effort and work you put in yesterday is not going to get you through today. You know, it's like, there's always something where we're growing and, and, and kind of being challenged. And so, um, I mean, I've seen it when I was in college going through the exact same things you're talking about. Then you kind of get into the world and you start getting your, you know, getting grounded in your job. You start finding your identity there. Okay. This is a part of who I am. What does this look like? You know, you, you spend your twenties kind of thirties doing that. And then you start you develop a family and mm-hmm. like, okay, well now I'm a dad. What does that mean? And, um, and then, you know, the kids, as your kids get older, it's like you kind of go through these transitions of, of parenting. Wow, what does all that mean? And, you know, now I'm in the place where I have a couple of kids in high school, one in middle school, one in college. So we're in that transition time where we're kind of moving to back to kind of where we uh, were when we first got married. It's like, well, that's, that's all new, right? Um, and so I think what we find, again, what we find or what I have found uh, in, in F3 is, is other men in that place. Hmm. And um, it's I don't I don't really know why I don't I don't have the the psychological understanding of it. I just know that my my default is to feel alone and isolated. And so F three calls me out of that. It, it shows me other men who are ahead of me um, that are you know that have grandkids now you know and and, and are out there. It's still pushing and getting better, um, and still in some ways wrestling. I don't know. I think. There was a long time where I was looking for the finish line, looking for what how this ends, and mm-hmm. like, it doesn't. Yeah. And it's like it just doesn't. Growth shouldn't. We should never stop getting better. We should never stop learning. We should never stop seeking more wisdom for how to do things better the next time. Um, you know, and again, and F three becomes a little microcosm, right? Um, when you cue, when you lead, you put yourself out there and you learn things. What went well? Well, what didn't go so well? What would you do different next time? Well, what you do, what you would do ne- different next time doesn't matter until you do it, right? You got to do it. And then when you do it, you learn. You go, oh, wow, this went so much better. But now I'm really like, and it's like, that's the process. That process that you take into your relationship with your wife, okay? And so, wow, I'm, I haven't been leading in the home. Well, okay, so lead a little bit. What went well, what didn't? Okay, well, then you get back and you do it with your kids. You do it with your friends. You do it at work. Um, the, the leadership process is, is it's transferable, right? It's replicable in all areas of life, but you've got to start somewhere. Um, cause if you don't start, then you're just, then you're, you're a spectator, not a participant. Um, and man, that's, that should scare us all again, that we could actually get through life as a spectator and then get to the end and realize I never really embraced anything cause I was scared of the struggle. What's well, like, no, if you, the sooner you embrace the struggle, you begin living. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, when you've got other men around you that are in that same place, you talk about things and you learn things and you grow and, um, man, and you laugh together and you cry together and you yeah. grow together. That's, you know, that to me is what it's all about. And it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. It's just about embracing that. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And that, and that embrace the suck as well. Like, like. Mm-hmm. You're going to come to a queue where it's going to be nice and sunny. You're going to come to a queue and it's raining and mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Well, let's get after it. Exactly. You're yeah. going to have your queue all planned and then you're going to get there that morning and it's like, it's pouring down rain. All right. <laughs> well, now what do I do? You know, or, I mean, we've had some, oh my gosh, there's been some crazy ones. I can, yeah. I can remember some, I mean, some ones where it was probably not a great idea for us to be outside. <laughs> But there was no lightning, so what are you going to do? Rain or shine. Yeah, yeah rain or shine, yeah. hot or cold. Or, or snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, snow. That's, snow. Oh, man. Yeah. So, but those are, isn't it funny, though, that, that, I mean, you don't tell stories of when things went easy. 
Mm. Right? I mean, yeah. you, don't, you don't tell the stories about when everything was totally fine. You tell those stories of like, dude, can you believe we were actually, it was 17 degrees <laughs> and we were doing bear crawls in the grass? Like, what were we thinking? Yeah. You know, those are the stories you look back and you laugh on. Yeah. Um, I want more of those. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, imagine how many guys could... could share that after five years. Oh right? man, I, you know? gosh, that's, I think, I think that's what's exciting to me about this is we get to hear stories because again, at the, at the core of, of who F3 is, it's, it's relational, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we hear the stories, the before and after stories, if you will, the, the life and death stories, the, the, um, the struggle stories, as we hear those, um, yeah. we find ourselves in them. Yeah, absolutely. And you really resonate with that. Yes. Regardless of stage of life. Just absolutely. Like you mentioned, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you live, doesn't matter what church you go to, doesn't matter what business you're involved in, doesn't matter how old you are. The 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 the, 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 the masculine struggle is universal for all of us. Yeah. Just like it just all that stuff fades away when you're doing, you know, burpees. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's good. Right. Yeah. Well, a, a couple more things I want to touch on. I, I want to go over where you see after Knoxville going, mm-hmm. you know, in the next five years, but um, you know, we, we, we have these nicknames in F3. So, so you're only an F and G once, right? You're, you're a friendly new guy. You come yep. in, you don't know what to expect. You get your nickname. That's it, you know, for life. Yes. You know, you're, you're known as Captain Crunch. I'm known as Steam. So that's the way it is. <laughs> you know, for, for better or for worse, right? Exactly. And, it is. And, and you think about the last five years, um, thinking about Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. What is the, the, the Captain Crunch story for the past five years? <laughs> When you think about day one, Captain Crunch being named uh, at that initial time to, to you know, you know, to, to right now, you know, as, as Captain Crunch, I think you've, I, I, I'm going to rearrange that. I know that you've been an inspiration and in, in, in such a, a front runner and who F3 Knoxville is not only in, in Knoxville, but I mean, throughout the region, I mean, the F3 nation as well. And, and, you, and you think about your name, Captain Crunch, when you hear, hear, hear people say that, I give you a fist bump, hey, what's up, Captain Crunch? You know, what does that do for you? What does that drive in you? Uh, just, just talking about for five years, what, what an awesome legacy to, to have lived and, and led for so long. So as you, were, as you were just talking, I was just trying to be still, and I was just, gonna, and I was just like, okay, so what, what's the first word that comes up, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, for yeah. better or for worse. And then I was like, I do have the courage to say it. <laughs> um, and, you know, Steve, as you were talking, the first word that came up, when you just said that, you know, okay, when someone comes up and says, hey, Cat, what's up? And, and we do a fist bump. The first thought that comes to my mind um, is belonging. Mm. Um, I belong yeah. here. Um, who I am is, is a blessing and is, um, is an encouragement to the person in front of me. And I belong here. Um, and I guess maybe I didn't realize, and, um, and I've always... I mean, I've got a great family, I've, I've had great friends, all those things like that. But mm-hmm. when I think about what F3 Knoxville did is, what I, like for me, and again, I'm, I'm not saying it's like this for everyone, I'm really not. And, but for me, when I wear an F3 shirt or a passion like that, like it is, it is, an, as it is a declaration mm-hmm. for me as much as it is an inspiration for me. It's a declaration to the world that I, again, I belong. This is my tribe. This is... These are the men that I love. I mean, literally, there are men in this group that if they were to call me tonight and they needed something, I mean, it's I, no question, hands mm-hmm. down. I mean, why? Because I've been through stuff with them. Yeah. Um, and so it's a declaration that, uh, of, of belonging, but it's also, to me, an inspiration. You know, I mean, I think 
um, I've heard, I don't know for sure, but I know that, um, you know, when, when, a, uh, when a, a, a Bud's graduate gets his, his, you know, um, his trident pendant, that as, as it's being pinned, he is told, earn it every day. Mm. You know, it's this idea of like, you don't earn it and then stop. It's, it's a daily earning. Um, and when I put, that's what I mean by inspiration. Like when I put on F3, like, okay, I need to earn this. Like I need yeah. to, I need to earn the right to wear this. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm saying that for me, right? I'm not, I'm not making a declaration for anybody else. I'm just saying that for me, that's how it's impacted me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, I, I can't imagine my world not having these brothers in it, you know, and I can't. And, and so when I begin to look forward, when I'm like, okay, I honestly don't think, I, I think, I, what I think is I think we have been building the tribe mm-hmm. and we have been, we have been kind of getting these connections and building these relationships I think the next chapter is going to be in now this this tribe really beginning to impact the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't I don't think it stops with us. I think that 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 there is a purpose driving our gatherings and and, and the connections that men have made. And I I believe there is a complete vacuum of of integrity, moral male leadership, and I think that's part of what we've been trying to figure out and what that looks like, and not perfection. But in process, man, always learning and growing. I think the next chapter begins with us asking the question, how is Knoxville better because F3 exists? I mean, I know how I'm better yeah. as because F3 exists, but how is Knoxville better? Is it any better? Is Knoxville any better after five years of F3? Um, will it be any better after 10? I think, I think it can be. I, think, I really, really, really do. Um, I think with the, the caliber of man that comes to F3 Knoxville, we have not but barely scratched the surface mm-hmm. of what we can do in this city. Um, and I think that will just raise everything to a whole other level. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good point. Like it, it's, it's done so many things for the guys that are inside. Oh, right? yeah. You know? and, and, and you think of what we would call sad clowns. Yeah. You know, like our, our, our city, other men that don't come to F3 yet, you know, like they're, you know, sad clowns. The idea of, what are we doing to make life better for the people around us? Mm-hmm. Being good neighbors, being high impact men, and uh, and I think that's an exciting thought for mm-hmm. going into to your your six coming up, uh, or your five, sorry, mm-hmm. and and then thinking about the next five years as well. Um, how is Knoxville better because there are F three men strategically placed around mm-hmm. every corner of our city? Yep, that are impacting those those communities, those families, those atmospheres uh, that go so far beyond the circle of trust. You know, so far beyond. Yeah, yeah, I think because I think it. I think, I think we were wired, we were built for purpose. Mm. Um, and I think we get a small taste of it, and again, in the mornings together yeah. and when we're leading. Um, but I think there's, there's, there's nothing more just life-giving than giving your life for something bigger than you. Mm. Um, and I yeah. think that's what F3 gives us the opportunity to do. doesn't matter race, creed, you know, just... just in the gloom, no one cares. Like mm. I've never been part of a freer place where no one cares about that stuff. Yeah. Um, can we just get better together? And can that then overflow into our jobs, into our neighborhoods, and our families? I just feel like men are going, yeah, that's I'll be about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kevin Crunch, thank you so much. Man, for your time. it's an honor to have you on the first uh, episode of this. Hardly, but man, I'm and, so glad. Again, um, I can't wait. To see what what this next year holds and what the, yeah. I mean, I just think, um, man, we just keep on keeping on. Yeah, absolutely. And from Ether Knoxville, I mean, thank you seriously no, for, for bringing this and being strategic in that. And 
Um, and one thing I, I, I will always want to finish on is, is doing a name rama just so guys know who they're listening from, you know, who they're, who they're talking to. So Absolutely. just like we do a name rama uh, It only makes sense. Class, it, it only makes sense. We're in a purpose, so. Yes. All right, this is uh, Ted Anslet, 48, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. And this is your host, Dan Henson, 26, Steam, signing off, Iron Sharpens Iron. Let's go. All right, good afternoon. Pusher, how are you? I'm doing great. Hey, good to hear from <laughs> you, brother. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. Glad you're here. Uh, how was your cue this morning at Assam? Oh, it was, um, you know, it was tough. I'm going to say that. It's my first time to queue in Saturday for one hour. Oh, and wow. I never realized that when I look at my time, it was 47 minutes. Oh, my goodness. I still have to do 13 more minutes to torture this <laughs> <laughs> to torture this guy. But it, I, I got tortured more than them because I was like, my goodness. I said, slow mosey. They're doing a fast mosey, so but we survived. That's the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best thing. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> hey, the difference fifteen minutes makes from from a normal F three workout, you know, and adding those fifteen minutes on Saturday is like, man, that's this is a long hour. It, really it, long it, hour. It is. It is. I'm never. Re- I'm not. I'm never. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's a makes a big difference. Fifteen minutes is, takes forever. It does. It does. And I, I, I found myself in those situations too. Where I'm like, how do I still have 15 minutes? I thought I'd planned for the whole hour, you know, and, um, and you've got to push through. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It is good. It is good. Yeah. Well, um, man, thank you so much for, for being on today. Um, I, I'm excited for our conversation we're about to have and, um, and, and, and just to hear from you. Um, so I'm, I know I want, want to hear your story of, of, F3, you know, um, oh. <laughs> how'd you come to F3? How, how'd you get the name Pusher? And then, and then I think we'll focus uh, on the power of positivity and, and pushing through hard things. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and kind of flesh some of that out um, right. for, for today. But um, yeah, man, um, how'd you get plugged in with F3? And, and well, how'd you get a cool name like Pusher? <laughs> Well, I just got to. It's a. It's a, thank you for having me here. It's my. Uh, it's my. You know, I, I'm honored that you asked me to to join you, and uh, but yep, actually it started. Um, you know, Rusty. You know, uh, David. Mm. He's my. He's my friend, and he's my very close friend. Um, we we went to Philippines. You know, with his family and my family, and he was explaining mm. to my oldest son that what kind of exercise he was, he was doing. And at that time, I was just looking at him. Those are the tough workout. So I was looking away, trying to step away because I don't want him to let me, hey, go to join. So because I was like, <laughs> I don't want, and I was like, in a, I was in the worst shape of my life. I was overweight and everything, but I was looking away. I mean, really that one. So when we came back here in the United States, um, so um, he asked me, hey, um, hey, uh, Pusher, how how you're going to, how you going to um, do you like to work out? And said, yeah, you know, you know, with a little bit of hesitation there, and said, <laughs> okay, well, we're going to pick you up Monday, uh, around five ten, and you know, all this time I told that I thought it was a five ten in the afternoon, and I said, okay, I'll come oh, back, man. I'll come back, uh, I'll come back from work, then I'm going to get dressed, and probably I'll meet you somewhere, and he just. <laughs> Gave me a good look. Uh, no, we are not going to work out in the afternoon. We're going to work out in the morning. I said, 
Five ten in the morning, going to pick me up? Ah, oh, no way! You are not going to pick me up. So okay, we will pick you up. So so <laughs> Sunday morning, Sunday evening, I can't go to sleep. You know, I was till two o'clock. I was just watching the time, and by the mm-hmm. time that four thirty, my wife and woke up a little bit and elbowed me. You need to get dressed. You know, so like that. Um, you know, my wife, her day's gone, and I got. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I don't want to. So. I, you know, I got dressed and so hoping that surely they're not going to be here in my drive at around 510. I mean, that's no way. Sure enough, I heard I heard their Jeep. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, I went to the workout in the asylum. Then uh, I worked out really, really hard at that. That was the first time I've heard, um, you know, F3. Then, then, of course, I uh, was the FNG. And when I heard, you know, I was like, okay, what's smirking? Because I'm smirking. What's smirking? Working. I was like shocked and, you know, always scared. So by the time they said, okay, recover. I said, what kind of workout is that? Recover. Because I have no clue about, <laughs> about the lingo. So that's what they started asking me. So, of course, they, you know, they, I, I was the FNG. Um, they asked me, you know, what's my history? And I said, I'm from the Philippines and I'm a physical therapist. Usually, this is what it started. Usually, I always push my patient that, hey, you're doing great. Let's try to do 10 more. And I'm always pushing. Like if they have a knee replacement, I got, okay, let's try to do 10 more times of stretching. We'll do that. But on the other side, you know, as being a provider, I said, I don't push myself. You know, uh, I'm, if I can get away from doing the air workout, yes, uh, that was me. So I don't push myself. Hmm. So, you know, of course, my F3 brother's name is Pusher. And that's where I came, the word, the name Pusher. And, you know, since then, I love the name. You know, it just brings me that, oh, this is me. I'm, I'm Pusher. And mm. so that's, that's the main, that's the, that's the, that's the story of where Pusher came from. <laughs> Man, what a name too. And uh, <laughs> I love, I, I, I love that your wife was like, hey, go ahead and get up and get dressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, at 4.30. Yeah. yeah. I, need, I need some yeah. encouragement, but definitely I was scared with my wife more than not encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's funny. Yeah. So you made it through your first workout and, and uh, you know, you, you get used to the lingo, obviously, of, of what's a merkin, what is recover. Yes, um, yes, yes. Recover is one of the, one of my favorite words to hear in a <laughs> yeah. sometimes you know I agree with um, that. <laughs> so you made it through your first workout and and I I want to go back to something you said because because I, I I think it was really formational um, to to hear and I'm sure it was for your life as well of when when you are working with your patients you're you're pushing them to be to be the best versions of themselves and and, and you're pushing them for you know ten more reps or 10 more steps. Yes. Um, but you notice that, Hey, I'm, I'm not doing this in my life. So, yes. so I, as you continued to, to do F3, did you notice that gap close with, with between how you push people to be better professionally, but also how you do that in your own life it, as well? It, yes, actually it actually F3 um, taught me how to push myself, you know, because of mm. the encouragement from the F3 brothers. So I'm pushing you know, with my patient, but at the same time, I have to change the way I, you know, look at myself that, hey, you know, if I'm pushing my patient, if my patient can do this, that much worse condition they are, what more for me that I don't have a knee replacement, I don't have a back pain. 
surely if they can do that one to the encouragement from me as a physical therapist, surely I can encourage myself, but encouraging from my F3 brothers. So I changed my outlook like that. So every time I work out, my F3 brothers, the one I'm always follow, following everybody because that was that's the encouragement that I get. And I push myself on that one. So that's the one that really changed my outlook. And of course, Steam, I won't not going to forget, you were the first few people that you did a cue that, oh my goodness, that was the toughest workout that I ever done. And, and I will oh, not going to forget your name and say, okay, that's Steve. So if I can get with Steve all the time with the workout, I will be there. So every time that you have, have the cue, I always try to be there because you are the one that really encouraged me. And of course, all our F3 brothers. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry that you had experience that. <laughs> no, that, that's not. It's a good That took work out the first time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, and, you know, I would say the same for you as well. You know, um, so, so you go to Asylum PM for the most part, right? Yes. for Yes. Uh, and and sometimes Asylum as well. And, and even, even just affirming you for a second of, of whether, you know, I'm on cue or, or, or not. Um, anytime pusher steps into that circle. So anytime that you enter into, to a workout before we start or, or step into that circle of trust before we kick off, it's like, okay, man, like this is good. Um, Cause I know pusher is going to push <laughs> for the whole 45 minutes or the whole hour. Um, and he, and he, he's not going to let up and he's also not going to let you know, the F3 guys let up as well. He's going to push them to be better versions of, of themselves in, in, in that 45 minutes or hour as well. And, and so every time that, that you show up at an AO, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be good, you know. And, um, and especially when you queue and, and, uh, and everyone queues differently, which is awesome. But one thing I really enjoy uh, about you when you queue and then when you step into that setting and then lead uh, at at F three um, is, is that you are very intentional about reminding the men push yourselves, you know, um, and it's okay if you don't do every 